You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So if you're listening to this in real time, it is mid-July almost, and we are in the summertime, hopefully enjoying and living our best lives. Living life as an educator up until this past year, I have always thought and had the mindset that, okay, it's summertime. We have to get all of the things in and do all of the things before time runs out. And then you go back to the dark side and you have no more free time to just take off weeks or a couple of days at a time to do whatever you'd like. Working in the school system, you really don't have that flexibility, but you do have the months of July and August off, so to speak. And I say off in quotation marks because your brain is always working, I feel like, although your body may not be in the physical school. Because I've lived that life for so many years, I'm now finding that I can break out of that mold and really have free time whenever I choose. Of course, I have to make sure that I stay on top of the podcast, that my clients are taken care of, and that the things still keep spinning despite taking time off, but it's something that I'm learning to do. And that is something that a lot of us don't do well, myself included, is that we don't really know how to rest. And I know that sounds so silly to a degree, but truly think about it. If someone told you, okay, go take a vacation, would you be willing and down to go today? I think some of us would. However, when on vacation, are you truly able to fully disconnect, meaning no computer, no phone, no social media, no connection to the outside world, but just you, perhaps whatever your dream vacation looks like. For me, it's under a palm tree doing absolutely nothing. (laughs) Maybe for you, it's going on hikes or snowboarding or going through the mountains, whatever it is that it means for you. But really, are you fully able to disconnect from the world and society to truly get that rest time in. Now, this is not to say that the only way you can rest is by jumping on a plane and going elsewhere. However, I feel like in the United States specifically, because we don't typically get a long time to take vacation, I feel like you're all kind of used to cramming it into just a couple of days and then working like hamsters on a wheel for the rest of the year. And what I really want to focus on today is that that should not be the case. We should not just rest for these couple of days out of the year. 
Instead, we must learn how to rest throughout the year, throughout a week, throughout, brace yourselves, throughout a day. (laughs) And we can fit in moments of rest throughout a day so that we don't feel so tired by the time that we get to that vacation time that we feel like we have to cram all of the things in. And then by the end of it, we're more tired than before we went on vacation. Just recently, I had the opportunity to vacation in Italy. And yes, I say this from a place of privilege because I know that not everybody has this opportunity. My husband works in Europe once a year, and I love to tag along for the trip because, well, why not? And our typical vacations are usually to the Caribbean or Caribbean, whatever floats your boat. We typically go to a beach under a palm tree and do nothing, as I stated before. This vacation was completely different. We had the opportunity to spend almost a full week in Rome and in Florence, two very different ends of Italy. But let me tell you, although it was gorgeous and I appreciate everything we saw, all we got to experience, because I truly believe that you have to experience the world and it's amazing to become more cultured, to have a wider perspective of the world because there's more of just a few blocks that we typically travel in. Although, while I say all of that, let me tell you, this vacation was tiring. (laughs) We averaged about 20,000 steps a day from sightseeing, going to all of the views. And it was an absolutely amazing, amazing, amazing experience. But we were beat by the end of it. Now, the time difference is a completely different thing, but our bodies were worn down because of all of the walking and all of the alertness, you know, that we had to really be present where we were in in order to take everything in. So it was an amazing vacation, but by the time that we returned, we almost needed a mini vacation from the vacation in order to allow our bodies to truly rest from the amazing experience that we had in Italy. So even though that was a different type of vacation, as I stated before, some of us find ourselves in the same boat, even when we go to a vacation where we can just sit down, soak in the rays, but we don't really learn how to disconnect and to rest. So how is it that we really do this? First, we have to come to the awareness of well, am I really resting or do I really need to learn how to rest? And that comes with full awareness of what's happening, not only to our bodies, and that's sometimes easier to realize because we can feel when we are tired, sore, worn down, exhausted. We can feel that in our bodies and that's a little bit easier to pinpoint. But we must also pinpoint are we worn down mentally? Are we worn down emotionally? And that's sometimes a little bit harder to do because most of us seem to live in this constant go, go, go that we don't know the feeling of not being busy, of being emotionally okay, of not being mentally worn down. So the first thing you can try is just to take, even if it's five minutes during your day, five minutes to just sit and do nothing. Now this do nothing does not include turning on a screen, whether it is the TV, a laptop, your phone, or any other type of device. It's just to sit and to just be. 
then bring awareness of what's happening in your mind. And this doesn't necessarily mean to still your mind and think of nothing, because typically when people tell you don't think of anything, that's when the floodgates open and you start thinking of absolutely everything under the sun. But if you sit down and kind of just take the room in, take the space in, really start bringing awareness as to how your body is feeling and what's going on in your mind, and if that's really tough to do, and instead you start thinking about the shopping list, the grocery list, the laundry, the dishes in the sink, all the things you need to do for work, who needs what material for the next project, what is the next vacation that you can take, although that's something good to think about. If you start thinking about all of this to-do list, what's next on your calendar, then your mind at that point isn't really resting. At that point, you're just making more to-do lists and kind of continuing that hamster wheel that we talked about at the start. And if you find yourself in this position, that is a clear signal that your mind needs to rest and probably your body does as well. So there are a couple of strategies that we can keep in mind on how to rest our bodies and rest our minds. And all of this, by the way, because you might be thinking, oh, rest, whatever, not a big deal. But would you like to have less stress? Would you like to be happier? Would you like to really enjoy the times where you are just sitting, whether it be on your living room couch or under a palm tree somewhere? If your answers to those questions are yes, then that may mean that you need a little more direction as to how to learn to rest. And one of the things that I find really helps with this is bringing awareness to your calendar and then letting it go. It seems that sometimes our calendars rule our lives and it's a wonderful aid. I know without my calendar, I wouldn't know whether to turn left or to turn right. However, instead of thinking all of the things that you have to do on your actual to-do list, let's use that calendar to help us actually schedule in quiet or downtime. Think about it. When you block off time for a meeting or for a doctor's appointment, you block out that time so that nothing else happens in those spaces and you get to those appointments. Perhaps you have the discipline to also block out time to work out or to do a hobby, to go to a class, to take your kids to a sport class or dance class or the gazillion things that they do. You block that time out to make sure that you get there. So let's use that same strategy to our advantage and block out some time to just be, to have that downtime. And as I stated before, our minds will usually go to all the things that we need to do in that downtime. But with enough practice, which by the way, that's why it's called a mindfulness practice, we will begin to kind of slow down and move away from making those to-do lists and just appreciating the time and the space of wherever it is that we are at that moment. So maybe that's the time where you're going to make yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Or maybe that's the time where you're going to schedule in some reading time or maybe some journaling time, whatever it is, but no phone time. (laughs) And sometimes it's really hard to do this in addition to something else. But for example, just the other day when my son was in a piano class, that's the time that instead of stilling my body, 
I did still my mind while I was going for a walk with my pup at the same time while my son was in piano class. So that way I didn't feel like I was doing anything extra, but I was using that time instead of just sitting down at the piano class for going for a walk. Again, my body was moving, but my mind was still because I was just appreciating the trees and the people I was coming across and the sun as it was setting and my pup as he was happy and panting. My mind is fully present in what I was doing at that point in time. So working it into your schedule, perhaps while you have some wait time around, will be an awesome strategy to try. Speaking of schedules, one of the things that we can also keep in mind is saying no once in a while. We sometimes say, yes, I can help with that. Yes, I can join that organization. Yes, I can take you to the train station. Sure, why not? Instead of saying, I don't have time for that today. I'd love to help, but I can't right now. Sounds like you need some help right now. Unfortunately, I'm not able to be that person at this moment in time. So sometimes we don't want to disappoint others. But remember, when we say yes to some things, that means that we are saying no to other things. If we are saying yes to all of these things outside of ourselves, then we are in turn saying no for some of those moments of downtime to relax our minds and our bodies. And of course, we can't talk about really resting our minds and our bodies without actually resting our minds and our bodies, getting a good night's sleep. Now, I come from the camp of when I was working full-time in a school and part-time in private practice and being a mom and being a wife and being in many organizations that I only got about five hours sleep a night. And some of us, including myself, say, oh, but that's all I need. I'm good. That's all I need to function. And it's because your body kind of says, all right, this is what we got. This is what we need to do. However, now that I can sleep seven hours a night, it's like something completely out of this world. And I've seen what the positive outcomes are to that in, again, the way that I think, in the way that I have more patience for other people, especially for those I love, because sometimes those are the ones that we are more quickly to push away because we can. And I've seen a difference in my health, in how I eat and in how I'm taking care of myself because I'm getting more rest. I've lost a ton of weight. I feel much more energized. And again, A lot of habits go into that, into making those things possible, but it does start with getting a good night's rest. And lastly, how to rest your mind and your body, really be present, be aware and fully there in what it is that you're experiencing. That actually makes me think of the 4th of July. My family and I were on a big field. We were towards the back with the trees behind us. So we saw so many folks in front of us as we were all looking up at the sky at the fireworks. And I'll admit, even I took out my phone and took a quick video and it took snapshot. Then I put it away and I got to experience the fireworks right then and there. And they really are so much more awesome through your two eyes than through a camera lens, which really Do you ever go back and play yourself? And if you do, is it ever the same experience as enjoying it right then and there? 
Now I'm not saying don't ever take pictures of your family when on vacation, right? But, but what I am saying is that perhaps after capturing that shot, if you're really searching for that, instead of spending the time and posting it right away and making sure you got the right filter and the right caption and the right hashtags and all of that is capture the shot, put the phone away and live life as it's happening. It's so much more beautiful to do that than to look at it at a screen after the fact. So it is truly my hope that you take these strategies and that you're able to rest not only for the summer months, but each and every day that you find little pockets and moments of time where you can just be instead of do. I always say, remember that we are human beings and not human doings. And if we look at life in that way, then hopefully we can take out time to just experience all of the beautiful things that there are to experience in this world, including rest and not always be on that hamster wheel running towards sometimes a goal, which is great, but sometimes we're just running because that's what we're used to doing. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, bring some attention to your body, where you are sitting, standing, or walking in this very moment. So many of us hold tension and stress and heavy thoughts on different parts of our bodies. And it's important to take time to let it go. So first bringing attention and awareness to your face, where we sometimes hold so much thought and concentration. Perhaps move your eyebrows up and down and then let them go as you relax the center of your forehead bringing your awareness and your attention down to your nose, to your mouth, to your jaw. We sometimes hold a lot of thought in between our nose and our mouth by our smile lines, which sometimes are used for things other than smiling. We may hold a lot of tension and thought in our jaws as we clench them, where we think or concentrate with so much focus. So take a moment and remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Let your bottom jaw fall ever so slightly. And as you scan your full face, see if you feel your face a little bit more relaxed than a moment ago when we started. Think about how you can release any more tension from the different parts of your body. And remember that whenever you do feel this tension, you can always use the power of your breath and your mindfulness practice to acknowledge it and then to let it go. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V. De Jesus. 
And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.